Presented by the United States Sentencing Commission, this is Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast for federal sentencing practitioners covering topics of interest. Here are your hosts, Abisay Bayisa and Rachel Pierce. Abisay, uh, the question I have today, uh, my defendant has a prior conviction from 1998 for which he received a two-year sentence. This is generally outside the 15-year time frame. However, the defendant, while on parole from this sentence, was revoked numerous times and placed in custody. The most recent of these revocations is uh, in 2007. Does this revocation bring the sentence then within the time frame? Ooh, revocations, uh, those are tricky. We get a lot of those questions. And the answer, Rachel, is yes, if certain criteria are met. So we know that revocations and the rule for revocations are listed under 4A1.2K. And the first thing you have to do when you've got an issue with revocation is you have to take the original sentence, then you add in whatever sentence was imposed on those revocations, and you add them together. And so when you add them together, you either have, you know, the 1.2.3 point sentences. Right. So what 4A1.2K says is, if after you've added up the original sentence and what he got on revocation, if that's more than 13 months, then the time frame that we look at is the last date of release, right? And in this case, you told me his last sentence was... 2007. Right, right. So that definitely brings it within the 15-year time period, right? Right. Because what happened is initially he got uh, two years. Right. So that That in and of itself exceeded the 13 months. Is enough. Exactly. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. But it would be the same if back in 1998, let's say he got probation. Mm -hmm. And normally probation, that's too long to count, right? If you get probation, the time limit is 10 years. Right, right. But if he got probation initially, and then within that 15-year time frame, let's say he picked up several revocation, and those revocations added up to 13 months. Let's say he got two years on a revocation, Mm -hmm. right? Now you've got zero months for the original sentence, two years on the revocation, right? That's still more than 13 months, and so that would bring it into the time frame, too, right? Right. So... The key is really the 13 months, 13 whether, whether months. it's the original sentence exceeds 13 months or the original sentence in combination with the revocation gets you to that 13 month point. That's what opens up the window. Right. right? The 15 year window from the year of the last year of release. Right. Right. So I think that's what's key for folks to remember is right. you and, and a lot of folks forget this is that, you know, th- they think that you just add revocation time all the time and, and then everything counts. Right. But it, if it's outside uh, a 10 year window to begin with, then the key is going to be that sentence exceeding 13 months on the revocation. Right. And if you add up everything and you don't get to 13 months, mm-hmm. right, then you're in a different time period. But I think this is an example of how a sentence that normally would not have counted, right, for criminal history purposes is now gonna count because of revocations. Like revocations can drag in. Right, so you said something interesting. You keep adding. So yes. if there are multiple that, let's say it's you know six months on the first one, right. six months on the second one, you just keep adding keep it up. Keep adding and, it up, oh, right. Okay. right. You add up all the revocation time. And okay. then whatever that number is, 13 months is the key number that's gonna determine your time frame. Right, okay, sounds good.
This wraps up our episode of Sentencing Practice Talk, today brought to you by the United States Sentencing Commission. Thanks so much for listening, and be sure to check back often for new topics. Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast on federal sentencing issues. Please be advised that information provided by the Commission staff is offered to assist in understanding and applying the sentencing guidelines. The information does not necessarily represent the official position of the Commission, should not be considered definitive, and is not binding upon the Commission, the Court, or the parties in any case. Thank you.